Hey, friend. Hi. I'm so excited. We've had a really like crazy week this week. I know. I still feel like I mean a good crazy again. Good yeah. crazy. All the best kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, in case you guys missed it, we'll start with that. Um, which I don't know how you would have missed it. We've been talking about it for like a month. <laughs> and we, and we, we dedicated an entire week to it on both Twitter and Instagram. And it's, so. Yeah, on all of our socials. <laughs> um, we were just on Meet Us at Molly's, which by the time this comes Ooh. out, they'll probably have done a, another episode by then. So if you're listening, yeah. it was episode 191. Yeah. The Bretzy deep dive, um, which was a ton of fun. <laughs> uh, Gina and Bryna are hilarious. Um, and just just like high quality people, too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's always fun to talk one Chicago with some stellar humans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so that was our week this week. We recorded that on Wednesday for six uh-huh. hours. <laughs> yeah i think it was like a little over five but with all the awesome like audio all that, clips everybody yeah. sent into them it actually equaled up to like a six hour long podcast which that even broke our normal standards so i'm a little obsessed with ourselves <laughs> it broke our record which our record is okay. pretty long <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so that happened so go check that out um mm-hmm. again that was episode 191 um, it was just so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we covered Bretzy from season seven to season nine. Like every mm-hmm. single moment of every episode. We didn't miss mm-hmm. a thing. Um, so mm-hmm. go listen to it. I'm sure you'll have to listen to it in phases because it's really long. Mm-hmm. But check it out. But, Let us know, know what you think. That's what awesome yeah. podcasts are for. You can pause them, get back to it. Pop, Do your housework while they're on in the background, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So anyway, go check that out. Um, that's mm-hmm. anywhere you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was a big deal for us this week. Um, they're obviously one of our inspirations for doing Love this whole thing. So they're, much. Yeah, they're the original One Chicago podcast. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to find out that there's such great people behind it, too. Like, they've been nothing but supportive of us for this past year. Mm-hmm. Which, by the mm-hmm. way, we missed our anniversary. <laughs> we've, uh, See, I think I we got did. confused by that because on Twitter, it says November. The but Twitter, well, I need to look up. I was pretty sure we recorded before then, but let me... Because didn't we cover season... I feel like we covered season nine from the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. let me look up. I'm and Twitter's lying to me then, so... <laughs> I mean, well, we probably would have... Maybe the Twitter came later? Hold on. Let's see. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. No, Because I feel like we definitely oh, started before the show started. I, I'm thinking in my head we started... That started at the same time. Because remember, I came in later a little bit. And then it, that got started, so... Probably, we probably did, in fact, miss our birthday, which is sad. <laughs> yeah, let me check the, because um, we, our first episode was posted like a video podcast. That's <laughs> how we started. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does say a year ago. What date? Tell me the date, YouTube. August 6th was when our first episode Bye. came out. Um, and I'm looking at it now on my phone. It's me and Christine and Sarah, which. Um, and Christine and Sarah now are like behind the scenes, so they're just mm-hmm. our Cape and Castle team. 
Um, so they're still involved in the show. Um, but yeah, that was our first episode was August 6th um, last year. So we missed our anniversary. That's all right. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about it now. So we've been officially going for a year, which is just amazing. It's been a crazy, crazy year um, with the pandemic and everything um, and changes to the pod from the beginning. And, um, you know, it, it's just been a lot of fun. I feel like we're really like hitting our stride now. Oh, would, would you agree? Oh, yeah. I definitely I feel do. like we've sort I mean, of. I think that, you know, our first year, it's kind of crazy. Our first year being in the midst of a pandemic was interesting, but I think it <laughs> threw some fun curveballs at us to kind of, you know, you know, maybe it was a little weird to have such long hiatuses, but, you know, it kind of prepared us. It gave us time to kind of think about what we wanted to talk about exactly. And, you know, it, that way it wasn't too much at one time, I would say, but I mean, I've loved it for how long we've been doing it, which is yeah. like, Technically, it's still a little under a year for me, but I'll, I'll still count it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the show is is a year old now. But I I think um, you know, last year, last season was like a big experiment for us because we were trying to mm-hmm. just figure out how we want to approach this. So I think yeah. this coming up season is going to be um a little more like a well-oiled machine for us you know we're going to record more often which should make the episodes more manageable to listen to we hope Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um, it will be it will be so we're going to try our best (laughs) but um so we're going to record just to remind people since the season's starting back up soon uh bi-weekly this coming season Mm -hmm. um so you know be on the lookout for that so that'll be like every other week as opposed to once a month um Mm -hmm. and then during hiatuses like long hiatuses still sticking to our monthly schedule um so that's how we're sort of changing right now um and that'll be what we do going forward so but yeah i mean this past year was a real learning experience for us but it was great because i don't think there was anybody that didn't support us or Mm -hmm. you know act like we didn't belong (laughs) Mm -hmm. which they could have because Meet Us at Molly's already feel, fills this, like, podcast hole for one mm-hmm. Chicago. So um, it was just really nice to be so welcomed uh, by the mm-hmm. fandom. And Meet Us at Molly's, Absolutely. they've been great. Absolutely. I mean, I think, like, Absolutely. the week we started, they messaged us wanting to collaborate mm-hmm. message Christine, our editor. So, and it just took us a while to make that happen. So, I mean, they've mm-hmm. been great from the beginning. So it was just an honor to be on their show, mm-hmm. to be asked to be on the show. It was. Um, and you know we've let them know they have an open invitation to come on whenever they want <laughs> yeah which, <laughs> which you know we, we're, we're, we're and... thinking that could be mid- mid-season most likely you know when obviously there's a yeah. lull going on so we'll have to work out some schedules but we're crossing our fingers and pr- hoping it'll happen that's, then that's the plan that we sort of have out there is that uh you know during the winter hiatus maybe um okay. we'll work out something with them so That'll be fun. We also, there's an, mm-hmm. also a thing that I don't know if we can tease yet that's coming. That's going to be pretty major um, mm-hmm. that we're already working on behind the scenes and getting the details ready for. And that'll be, if it happens, like we want it to happen, that'll be before the new season starts. So keep mm-hmm. an eye on the socials yeah, for that. It's, um, like we said, we're ironing out some details, but once we kind of get some of those details finalized, Trust me, our Twitter fingers, we're going to be tweeting. Oh, yeah. There's no tomorrow about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know that we can really talk about it yet, but like keep yeah. an eye on the socials. There's yeah. some there's something fun brewing in the background. Yeah. 
Um, So that's news for us. Also, reminder, we do have an Instagram now, by the way. So Ladies Night at Molly's on Instagram. Go give us a follow. Um, We have uh, about 10% of the followers on Instagram that we do on Twitter. So I know that some of you guys probably aren't aware um, just based on that. But we're there, um, you Mm -hmm. know, posting as much as we can. So go follow us on Instagram. It's a good time over there. Um, Yeah. So that's it for news for the pod. And now uh-huh. news for One Chicago, which uh-huh. literally this just happened yesterday. Um, we now have episode titles and promotional photos for the season uh-huh. premieres. Yeah, we don't have a like a promo trailer yet. We don't have um, episode synopsis or anything. I think there's one out there for men, but it was very vague, just like a recap yeah. of the finale. Um, yeah. So we don't really have that, but we do have episode titles and promotional photos. Um, mm-hmm. And the, you can go um, see them at either our Instagram page, or I know mm-hmm. we've tweeted out, retweeted out mm-hmm. links on Twitter. Links. So go check those out. Yeah, they're yeah. I posted them on Instagram today um, mm-hmm. with the episode titles and everything, so they're definitely there. At the very least, you know you can find them there if you don't want to go back through all of our tweets. <laughs> But by the time mm-hmm. this episode airs, I'm sure there'll be more news because mm-hmm. this is supposed to mm-hmm. come out on September 6th. So yeah. that'll be oh, like... Oh, there's going to be more news. There's going to be more. If That'll be two weeks out at that point. So I'm sure you guys will have seen a lot more by then. But mm-hmm. that's what's happening mm-hmm. now as we record, mm-hmm. which is today, just so you know, it's August 28th. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But let's go over that a little bit. So we'll go in air order here. <laughs> So Chicago Med, of course, season seven. So the title is Seven Words, which they're going to have to work on this before we yeah. get much further. Yeah. The titles are going to be like whole paragraphs yeah. if the yeah. show keeps going much longer. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they can switch to like next season. Maybe they can do like eight letter words instead of like yeah. eight word titles. That would be a little much. But this one is seven words because we're in season seven. Uh-huh. So it's you can't always trust what you see. Um, and Wait, the picture like a medical dra- a medical drama. Death. I don't. I just. I have a sense of dread already. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, with medical science, I'm sure you don't really want to go around saying you can't always trust what you see. Yeah. That's probably not great. Yeah. But the the photos, if you've seen them, are are it looks like there's a lot of Archer, Doctor Charles, Goodwin, the new guys. Uh, there's a couple of shots uh-huh. of Marcel. It looks like Marcel and Will are gonna have a case together. That's gonna uh-huh. be interesting, considering last season. Um, but the the new guys are in these photos too, and they look like they're gonna be fun. Um, I'm already. I know we talked about how we were sort of upset that we got one male and one female. <laughs> cast member bit. added but but i'm coming around on uh guy lockhart already and we haven't even seen his character yet exactly just exactly. because he seems like a super nice guy on social media uh-huh. he's given us all kinds of amazing bts content like uh-huh. well um, and i'm you know, hoping I'm you know around. and then with you know some of just the pro- pro- promo photos we get to see sharon goodwin back at the hospital so hopefully that's a little more permanent this season just because obviously with covid she had to take some precautions herself. So she did a lot of her scenes at the beginning of the season over mm-hmm. like 
video. So it's, I'm happy to see her back in hospital, in hospital. So, you know, I'll take that little bit of balance while I can and we'll see how the beginning of the season plays out. Mm-hmm. And then um, since we're on the topic of med, more news um, because Stephen Weber sort of let the cat out of the bag on Instagram and posted mm-hmm. a photo. We know that Michael Rady is going to be recurring. Um, uh-huh. And I think there was a deadline article that confirmed his character is like somebody that Will knows. Oh. Um, so that's going to be interesting. <clears throat> I don't know his name. I think <laughs> Gina, Minas and Molly sort of like zoomed in on the picture of his coat and was like, looks like his name is Dr. Cooper. Um, so oh. <laughs> his last name might be Cooper <laughs> based on his coat. I don't know. Um, okay. So there's that. That's the med news. And then for fire, gosh, this is like the most accurate episode title name ever. Um, It's like they're trying to give us more of a headache and make us feel panicked already. After no survivors, it really can't get much more stressful than that, can it? (laughs) But the premiere is called May Day, which, okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, great. Um, and the pictures, of course, start with like them at Navy Pier. I'm sure that's, you know, squad still in the water. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the photos conveniently don't feature any members of mm-hmm. squad. <laughs> no, because why not? Why? Why would they do that? No. Why would they do that? Um, but we do have some great photos of our millennial trio. Awesome. Um, I know somebody paralleled one of the photos with room with the room dogs, dogs. and I I, sw- I was like crying like I can't y'all uh, we've I'm, said it before like it feels very like starting with next generation which we're not mad yeah. about no so. but it's just like it's so nostalgic for me and I'm like I miss it Otis is. and I miss Brett and Otis I and Cruz know. together and oh man they're even wearing like the same colors in this photo the millennial trio it's I so. Know so weird um and there's photos of like herman with gallo so i don't know mm-hmm. what that's about i guess we'll find out it kind of looks mm-hmm. like the bottles that they're drinking out of for these beers the millennial trio they look real weird it feels very kombucha like to me yeah, so i like feel like homemade. they're drinking kombucha yeah it's something it feels like kombucha so yeah once again millennial trio almost a junkie you know it makes sense so we'll see but so, i can bet you i will i will bet you five dollars right now it's kombucha yeah there's something <laughs> going on you know they talked about their side hustle so i'm yeah probably it's got something to do with that and herman <laughs> of course as like the mentor to all entrepreneurs at the firehouse oh <laughs> probably i mean i would assume that would make sense for him to be involved in that yeah but there's okay. also some photos that i'm a little worried about um of sylvie and herman in the locker room together Sylvie mm-hmm. looks real upset. Um, um, it sort of hurts my heart a little bit. Um, I know. Yeah. And then there's a photo. This is the one that like freaks me out the most of Bowden in his office with boxes packed full of things. Why? Why? <laughs> I'm packing those boxes right with... now, Bowden. <laughs> there's not like awards and stuff in them. It's just a lot of binders. I'm just going to go. He's spring cleaning right now. I hope that's what it is. Because no, you are not leaving. I, yes. I'm sorry. I, I I want you to be promoted, but also I don't. Yeah. Please. No. Yeah. And then there's some photos of a, a fire scene. Looks like with um, 81 on a roof, mm-hmm. some kind. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the mix of photos for fire. looks like that's going to be a packed episode. Um, of course, no hints on anything to do with Bretzi or Stella no. ride. Of course Why? not. They don't Why? want us to. <laughs> no. That's not going to happen. Yeah. No. And then we have uh, PD. So season nine, episode one is called Closure. I don't know what to do with these titles anymore. I'm just like, you're just like, you know, your audience and this just feels rude. It feels rude. It rude. It's very ominous. I gotta say. I know. I'm like, um, no, can we not? We're like, yeah, we're nine seasons no. into Chicago PD. Let's stop with that, please. Please. <laughs> and then the photos are, there's one photo of Jay that I'm pretty sure is at the place where the guy was shot in the finale. Yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm it, not mad about seeing most of it because I'm like Jay looks good, Kevin looks really good. Oh too. my gosh, yeah. So I'm and there. I mean, looks badass per usual. So I, I'm just Voight I'm, looks I'm, very I'm menacing. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But there's like basically it's photos of, um, you know, of our our favorite detectives Halstead and Upton, yeah. and then you've got uh Atwater, um, and. Why am I blanking on her name? Voight's boss. We did, what is we her did name? this last time. We did this last I know. time. We were talking about her. This is terrible. <laughs> There's I, a lot of characters in the Chicago universe. It's bound to happen. It's true. It's true. But we all know who we're talking about when we say that. There's a photo of her in Upton, which has sparked a lot of uh, theories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a photo of... Samantha Miller. Obviously. Samantha Miller. Huh? Thank you. Samantha Miller. Yes. And then there's a photo of Voight standing over something that's glowing. We can only assume that that is the body he set on fire. (laughs) Yeah. So it does kind of seem like these photos pick up right where we left off to me. Yeah. And so, and like going with the fact that we see nothing of Adam and Kim and Michaela is that I'm hoping then Adam is just sitting by Kim's bedside in the hospital. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm going to be real honest. My assumption is that of course, you know, we knew Kim wasn't going to be in the photos. They're not going to give well, that yeah. away. Yeah. But, I mean, my assumption is Adam is is with Michaela wherever. Wherever mm-hmm. they are, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. what's going on there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got that news. And that, like, happened all of a sudden out of the blue, like, last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We haven't even gotten, like, any posters. Like, no key art. Nothing. Mm-mm. Which is weird. So I'm kind of wondering if they, because there was, Jesse Lee Soffer tweeted a while back that he wasn't, he hadn't tweeted that day because he was doing promos for PD. So like, I'm wondering if they're, if they did like a whole new photo shoot and that's why there's no key art yet. Because we haven't had like a massive cast photo shoot in a long time. Like since season six, was that the last time they did one or five? It was a while ago for fire. Now. I'm in, I'm saying this in reference to fire. That's how my timeline works with one Chicago. <laughs> my timeline is by fire. <laughs> um. So yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'd love for us to have a new like huge cast photo shoot. I think we need yeah. one because well, the cast have changed so much on both the show on all three of the shows. Well, yeah, and I feel like on a lot of the big promos they had Natalie pretty front and center. Yeah, they did. So it it's time for maybe some updates to do. You know, maybe some some people of the somebody from each of the three shows to walk towards the center again. Yeah, yeah and I'm just, wondering if it's that's time for an update. If, yeah, I'm wondering if that's why we don't have key art or a promo yet. 
Um, because uh, Law and Order has their key art already. Like they had a yeah. one month post, um, which they premiere the same week, the Thursday after One Chicago, don't they? Pretty sure. I think um, it, a lot of the that confused my brain. I, I <laughs> yeah. Anyway, All I've had I, is a Chicago date stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but that's the most important date to us. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is. Um, yeah. So anyway, but that's the news that we have. I was trying to think if there was anything else, and I don't think there really is yet. Um, the Michael Rady thing was like the most recent, like mm-hmm. big thing mm-hmm. to be announced. Um, yeah. Oh, so the suspicion, by the way, because I keep up with the permits. <laughs> we talked about on Minas at Molly's about how it might have been three or four, but actually the rumor now from somebody who says that they got this info from a PD crew member. I don't know how. I'm, I, this is a rumor. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that. It's a rumor because we don't have anything confirmed. But supposedly PD has the crossover as episode two. Um, okay. So if PD does, then the rest of the shows would. But we don't have anything confirming that. Okay. So, but I would say it's either going to be two, three, or four. Um, It's got to be before five, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be, I mean, honestly, I'm just ecstatic that we have any sort of crossover, like a full-on crossover. This oh, time. me too. So, I mean, I'm it ju- also, I, like, just give me it. I don't care. Technically, <laughs> the three show crossover hasn't been confirmed, but we do know that Med and PD have oh, been filming scenes together. Happening. Yeah, it's I know. Happening. But, it's, but it's like all but like certain that fire's in there yeah. somewhere, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but we do know for mm-hmm. sure that Med and PD have filmed stuff together. Um, yeah. So, we're getting a crossover at some point, I think. In the first mm-hmm. four episodes. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that is all the news that we have for right now, uh, as far as I know. Um, mm-hmm. You guys will probably have some new news when you're listening to this, <laughs> but that's so what we have to talk about right now. Just check our socials again because, you know, as we pretty much oh, yeah. hear we'll freak out. Happen, <laughs> we'll freak we, out. We freak out. We will retweet it. We will quote tweet it. We will put it on Instagram so you'll see it somewhere. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter in real time, you will see us freak out over any news whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yay. Okay. So we talked about news and now it is time Mm -hmm. to talk about our episode theme, which is villains we love to hate. And the the key part there is love to hate. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I still find funny. We were like giggling about having this topic, which you would not assume that. But we did, and we it was really entertaining, the text between Logan and I, just wanting to be like, oh, what should we do? Oh, this? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, like, jumped on it. Because we sort of brought it up last episode as we were talking through, like, things. Mm-hmm. There were, like, two things that we talked about, like, ooh, we should do an episode on that. And then yeah. with everything going on with, like, the Meet Us at Molly's thing, we were just trying to think of something that we could do that would just, you know, that would be, I don't want to say easy, but, like, that we're already you know mm-hmm. rearing to talk about and that one yeah. came up and it was like oh okay yeah no that's the one that's the one we're mm-hmm. doing <laughs> mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so here we are villains we love to hate um we do mm-hmm. have a bunch of replies from you guys because i put on the twitter uh-huh. this morning like hey we're recording tonight tell us your favorite villains and you guys you guys really came through there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. and some that i hadn't like not thought about in a long time mm-hmm. um so this is going to be fun so what we're going to do is we'll go through the shows um, and the 
ones that we picked out to talk about because we picked out two for each show that uh-huh. we thought we really wanted to chat about. And then at the end, we'll go over the Twitter replies and that'll bring up some more <laughs> a uh-huh. wider uh-huh. variety. Um, so, yeah, we'll start with Med. And we uh-huh. picked two. <laughs> um, again, I, I want to repeat, this is love to hate. So yes. it's either yes. you have a lot of fun hating them just because they're evil or you love them and you hate them. That's the interpretation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And these uh-huh. two characters, we have one for each side of that interpretation. <laughs> yep. So yep. we'll start with Lanik. Um, We picked him because we hate him, but also I'm a little bit in love with him. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can kind of go with that. I, I have a thing for, like, selfish pricks. I don't know what it is. I mean, so do I. I. So, I mean, you can't really blame us. There's this, I don't know, it's kind of the cockiness, but also he's kind yeah. of an asshole a little bit. Yeah, cocky assholes, that's it. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why they appeal to me, but they do. <laughs> and he is one of those. I just really like it. But at the same time, I like yelling at him. Like, you're being such a jerk right now. I am still convinced that he's the one that gave April, like, the bad recommendation. Yeah, that's what I, I was, it. too. It, no, it would have been too, it's too low-hanging fruit to be Archer. It's, it's yeah. too easy. It's either Lannick or Ethan. Because those would be the surprises. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we're, yeah. I hope we find out <laughs> who it was. I don't know if that'll, because. Logan, I, I love you, but have have we learned nothing from the Chicago I know. Did we ever find out the answers to questions we want answered? No. No, because we still don't know what happened to Rojas, and we're never going to find no. out what happened to Rojas, ever. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's just Never. It's, no Never. um yeah that's true so maybe we <laughs> won't get an answer on that but i don't think it was archer i that's uh-uh. too easy uh-uh. um uh-huh. plus he was trying to help april and i don't Correct. even though he's a jerk i don't i just don't see that so i do think it was uh-huh. lanik or ethan um but no yeah lanik is like he was when he was like the guy in charge it was always like he was the obstacle in the way Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past season, he wasn't the guy in charge anymore, which was interesting. Yeah, it was like a new sort of dynamic there. Um, but he, I do like that he started as like Gwen's little lapdog. You know, he did whatever. Yeah, Gwen like wanted just him basically to do. Kissing the boss's ass just to kind of get whatever yeah. he wanted. Oh, exactly. Yeah. He was a brown noser all the way. Oh, thousand um, percent, thousand percent. And then he kind of distanced himself from that, which was good uh-huh. to see like there were some times where he was just not on board uh-huh. with Gwen um so there are moments where you're like okay you're not so bad but then there are moments uh-huh. where it's like no I take it back you're a jerk <laughs> well yeah because I mean even in this more recent like he's had moments where like like we said he's that cocky asshole so you're like I want to punch you I want to slice you like I want to yell in your face but then he like has some good moments like where even in this past season like April performed that like outside kind of like tourniquet on the guy one thing was it something with rebar i can't remember or some other accent and like he eventually said good job and it's just like yeah he did eventually oh, come around on that yeah um that's true he did um and he also has great hair he does like i mean next he to does. will he has like probably mm-hmm. the best med hair i think um... I know Crockett's still high up on that list nowadays. Crockett, oh, that's true. Crockett does have some great hair. Mm-hmm. Dang. All right, mm-hmm. so maybe he's third. We'll we'll rank him third. 
It goes oh, Will Crockett Atlantic. Another episode idea. Ranking the hair of one Chicago. Yeah. Oh, we should totally do that. <laughs> like and you we know we know this isn't a visual podcast, but Logan and I may need to have like a whiteboard involved because this is too good not to also visually capture in some way. So that'll be for our purposes, but it, I think it would still be very entertaining for everybody. So another feature we'll do one. A flow chart. Is it is yeah. it fluffy or yeah. is it close cut? <laughs> that Blowing lock. I don't know yet. And then each one goes in a different direction with different yeah. criteria. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I demand it. <laughs> I, love I it. demand it. Right I now. do think though, in all of one Chicago, Will Halstead, Will Halstead has like the best hair. Oh yeah. No, I think it, of the guys. It's, it's un, it's un, of the guys. It's unmatched. The girls are it's a unmatched. totally different ball game. But oh, of absolutely. the guys, it's absolutely. Will for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Once again. So, yeah, but... another episode idea so yeah it's true that's that's a discussion for another time mm-hmm. <laughs> would um, it be a podcast episode without you and I going off on many tangents I don't no, think so definitely so. not no <laughs> I know we even brought some of that energy over to meet us at Molly's the other day <laughs> a little I think we brought a lot <laughs> there were multiple tangents that I, I still feel very sorry that we kind of I mean, sorry, not sorry, because it was very well worth it. But it was—I think it was more our normal energy of tangents brought into the meetup at Molly's face. So I think at one point I even said, "Sorry, tangent." Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, it was. Yeah, so, it was. So there's Lanik. We haven't had him for that long, but he's endeared himself in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and he you looks know, good in those scrubs, though. He does. For sure. He's an attractive Dark man, stuff. which is he's he is. sort of a shame because he's he such a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it again, kind of like, yeah. It's it's really interesting though, because Dr. Abrams is also a cocky asshole, but we don't consider him a villain. True. He's a different kind of cocky asshole. I mm-hmm. I love Abrams, mm-hmm. by the way. He's like my favorite. Oh, Anytime same. he's on the episode, like and he's he has no bedside manner, which I think is like mm-hmm. hysterical. <laughs> I mean, can um, we still just have an episode of like him and the, just like some of our other favorite side characters? I mean, I still want to see our favorite I, main characters, but I would enjoy the side characters as well. Listen, I could do a whole hour on Dr. Latham. I love Dr. I know. Latham. I know. I know. I was so excited when we saw him at the end of the season. I was like, oh my gosh, you're back. That did make me him. happy. That did make me happy. I love him so much. Yeah, I mean, I could, there's like side characters that I, we could do like entire episodes about and I'd be oh, totally fine absolutely. with that. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's, yeah, that's Dr. Lanik. And then the other guy that we picked is, uh, I mean, I feel like this one's obvious because he's the most recent pain in our ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Archer. Yeah, I mean, I think that was a given to everybody if you haven't been listening to basically us rant about him on most Chicago Med episodes. I think it was Mm -hmm. a given. Yeah. I mean, I think that the honorable mention, which we'll get to a little later, was Gwen. But Mm -hmm. right now, Archer is a little bit more of an issue. And also, it's nice because they've given him tried to give him some humanizing moments but like this is a guy you can just hate like you don't have to it's not complicated mm-hmm. you're just like i don't like you <laughs> it's yeah, not like I mean, you ever feel sorry weird. for him or 
and this is where we still, this is our hope for him is we don't want him to be redeemed. We want him to continue to no. be this villainy guy. We want him to go full throttle villain. It's just hard on that. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't want, I, and they probably will because it's bad, but in my mm-hmm. ideal world, they just straight up keep him as like an unadulterated villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that, you know, I feel like that would be great. Give everybody somebody to rally against, especially with mm-hmm. Natalie and April gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Oh, also those med pictures, Ethan wasn't in a single one of them. Yeah. Which, you know, I, you know, it still makes sense, you know, with Archer being promoted, not promoted, but like interim, whatever. Yeah. Interim. Ethan girl was that yeah. it's just, you know, it makes sense. You know, so I'm, like, like you said, I think with a lot of the premieres, we might be pretty close to when they finish. So I think so too. Yeah. I think, I mean, I feel like, I, I think we confirmed that, uh, fire is not um there's no time jump for fire and yeah I, from what yeah. i've heard there's no time jump for pd so i would assume there's no time jump for med yeah as well um yeah. which uh that'll be interesting considering where yeah. it left off and who we know is not coming back yeah we'll see <laughs> but yeah it's just i think it's just it's I, and i know we've talked about archer a few times here and there but it's just still it's that you know he has these moments of you know you started out like seeing like he may be a good guy and he just has these dark moments. Well, but he's, he's and still you, played some of those bad moments very well. Initially you kind of felt bad for him because like his hospital mm-hmm. closed. So you're yeah. like, Oh man, yeah. that sucks. Like, yeah. Okay. You, you trained yeah. Ethan. If you trained Ethan, we know Ethan's a good doctor. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll have you on the show. And then, and then, no no it just no. very quickly turned no. sour and then he has these moments where you think he's like being vulnerable and open and then it somehow turns mm-hmm. and you realize mm-hmm. no he's not he's just mm-hmm. basically manipulating people mm-hmm. like the patient that he told that story to about being in the stairwell you know with like the bullet in his leg or whatever mm-hmm. and i the whole time mm-hmm. i was watching that episode i was thinking man this is this is actually really great i'm actually kind of liking this and then mm-hmm. at the end, he was like, oh, no, that didn't actually happen to me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. never mind. I take it back. I take mm-hmm. it. I take it all back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those where, like, the minute you think there's, like, a breakthrough, the show, like, hard reverses on it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and you're Not like, at all. Ah, okay. Okay. And if that's what they keep doing, I'm fine with that. You know, I can, I can, yeah. I, I'm okay mm-hmm. with having a villain that we hate. Like, he can be Med's Gorsh. Yeah, no, which is fine because it's we were. I remember when we were talking about doing this topic, it was actually a little hard for us to kind of think. We were thinking Med, and it's like it's a little hard to kind of come up with some people a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, the obvious, like we said, the honorable mention was Gwen because she was like the only other yeah. one that we could think of that was like really yeah. truly, you know, like a protect, like an antagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then we were like, man, are there are there other? I mean, obviously, there's Connor's dad. Like Connor's dad, yeah, to a certain, and, you know, even at one point, Sarah's father, who ended up being a murderer, obviously. Oh, Sarah's father, yes. Yeah. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. I that guy. <laughs> um, I really hate that. Oh, you just reminded me of that. I hate that storyline. I know. I hate it too because I'm so mad. We should not, Sarah should not have left. And that's a whole well, at, at least if, if she was going to leave, they could have like not ruined Sarah and Dr. Charles. Like that yeah. kills yeah. me the most. I did not like that. Um, 
oh man, yeah, that guy was a villain. That was that guy was a villain. Like he's a villain, but it's that's a hard part. And like what you and I were discussing too is that the villains, like the villains we love to hate, we ended up going with. It seems like I mean, there's obviously a lot of villains to choose from from on a, a lot of these shows. We still kind of went with ones that we've kind of gotten to know over longer periods of time because you can have yeah. some villains like per, like a per episode kind of thing with little arcs. But a lot of the ones we actually ended up going with, we've either they've either had like arcs like story arcs over multiple seasons or at least consistently obviously like dr archer over just this past season but he's still or, obviously gonna be yeah. on this upcoming being like recurring in the ed yeah. with the other doctors yeah. yeah you know yeah sort of makes them more prevalent in the show the yeah. more people they clash yeah. heads with the more villain they're gonna be yep. as opposed to yep. you know like connor's dad or sarah's dad where like they interact really with those two characters mm-hmm. and the people in their lives mm-hmm and then there's like characters you could debate whether or not they're a villain like Ava, but mm-hmm. I don't really consider Ava a villain because that felt like an I mean, impulsive decision they made when writing. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, not even, and I feel like she wasn't even intended to be a sociopath. I feel I like know. that was like I know. a two episode turnaround where they were like, yeah, switch flipped sociopath done. And you're like, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah, you know, it was yeah. just sort of like that's that was strange. Um so yeah. I don't really know that you can count Ava. True. Um Yeah. So there's really not that many to choose from. So mm-hmm. for Med to get like a an archer level villain is actually that's a good thing. Of, yeah, it is. It is. Even though we hate it <laughs> and we all want to so punch much. him in the face. Um, and it was like we just, were we were so excited for her. like Stephen Weber coming to Chicago but it was gonna be amazing and by his like second appearance we're like oh no nope you can oh, go no, now <laughs> bye-bye please go now and then they're yeah. like oh no you're gonna be intern chief interim ED chief by the end we're like oh, no and then over hiatus they're like oh and by the way series regular <laughs> yeah yay because I love Stephen we're Weber so happy. I do. He's, a, he's an excellent actor but man, Archer is like hard to take. Um, you know, if I mean, they, and I think it's because right now they're hovering in between him being like a misunderstood good guy and a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So if they pick one mm-hmm. direction or the other, I think mm-hmm. I could maybe take you know, that a little bit like, more. You want to give both, the, but like, I, I have to look it up, like, who's the actor who plays Lanik? Because um, it's going to irritate me now if I can't name him exactly. Because <laughs> um, this happens. Every, there's too many characters. I love all of the, our characters, but there's too many characters at the same time. From my yeah, brain well, I mean, one Chicago names. is like a whole universe of, of mm-hmm. people. It's like trying to so, name Nate Santana, Santana. Yes, Nate Santana and Stephen Weber. I give them both credit because they both deserve a little round of applause for being able to play those assholes that you know, wanna not like oh, them yeah. but in their own ways. Like, like we said. You yes, like hate to love a little bit with like you know Lanik a little bit here and there, but then we just kind of still just hate Archer so much. And For sure, oh, Weber, take, I mean, so good. It takes a certain type of actor to play a villain. I oh, think for sure, absolutely, absolutely. Um, because you have to walk that line of like the audience tolerating you, but also hating mm-hmm. you, and that's mm-hmm. a very fine line. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, I feel like you have to be a very like skilled, nuanced actor to like understand that um so yeah i mean and we'll definitely get into that with other characters that come up too because 
the mm-hmm. whole and when we get to PD, we'll talk about it. There's a whole reason we decided to go with this like a main inspiration for it, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get to that has to do with talented actors. So mm-hmm. um, that's definitely something like these people that play villains and you always hear this like the actors that play villains are always the best people like, you know, everybody who plays mm-hmm. a villain, you always hear about how nice they are, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. think is really funny, but it also takes a a certain type of talent to really like dig into that which is why if you think about the academy awards the people that sometimes win most of the time that win those awards are the ones that play like the the Mm -hmm. like crazy complicated um messed up characters you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's usually what happens um so anyway but those are our picks for med um Mm -hmm. definitely was interesting when we decided to do that lanik was really like me i was like we have to go with lanik because like I oh yeah have a little oh, yeah a little yeah. crush on him even if he's a jerk <laughs> <laughs> oh me too me too it's like it's one of the yeah. things of like it'll be interesting i still hope we get to see him around you know because a lot of times he's had scenes with april this past season mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see yeah last season was a little, a little bit more weird because i sort of expected him to not be around med after they announced he wasn't running the ed anymore yeah, but then he but popped back up and we were like, oh, so he didn't, yeah. yeah, it was just, you had to figure out, like, he didn't quit his job, he just quit mm-hmm. the interim position. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. But that was sort of, like, something we had to get used to last season, where we're mm-hmm. like, which, you know, oh, okay. it, now sure. that Archer's in that position, we'll see if he cracks by the end of the season. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Archer in that position is something I am stressed about. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Oh. oh, I'm worried. I'm real worried. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's med, and then I guess now we'll get into fire. Um, mm-hmm. we picked two people for fire. Uh, the first one we'll go ahead and talk <laughs> about him since we used the GIF of him when we announced the episode theme. Um, Which, can Gorsh. I still say I'm. I'm so annoyed there aren't more gifts of him online. I know. I we had to we had to that like teamwork really it. Pissed me off. To find it really that made one. me mad. Yeah. Like I we had didn't to like think it would be that hard. Yeah, we had to like teamwork it because we couldn't find one. So I had to like go to Tumblr and search Tumblr and yeah, like, Tumblr has everything. Like <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thank literally you, everything. And then I had to text it to Kim, and Kim had to save it, and then we had to yeah, it, it was a thing. That was an ordeal was a finding a a yeah. Gorsh gif. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but talk about a guy that you just get to hate, you know, like no matter what, oh. like you don't have to like him at all. You can just hate him no, all you want. No. It's great. No, and and how many podcasts have we mentioned on now? Anytime you mention the word gorse, you just want to like say things really madly. You raise you, your fist up in the air. Yeah, you like you gotta shake your fist at the sky and just like curse his name, you know, like gorse. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> every time because it's just. You're like, oh, this guy's not going to be too bad. Like, when you first came, it's like, oh, it's not going to be bad. Yeah. And very quickly, yeah. it's just like, oh, no, he's just that bad. He's that Like, horrendous. he even he even came back last season without even having to appear on screen when, I like, know. the aerial on just... the truck messed up. And it was because the fire truck came from him. Yeah. And it was, like, a messed yeah. up fire truck. And, and it almost like, had Mouch. Like, he almost had Mouch like forced into retirement because of a truck that he yeah. bought. He wasn't even there. He he was fired in season oh. eight, but like he's still he's still causing problems. Still found a way. That's a villain. Still found a way. <laughs> I know, and it's just it's like 
it, it's so it's like it's so funny like i was never expecting to like have that kind of character on chicago fire but they did mm-hmm. it and it, it still I mean, amazes me and we've had villains before on chicago fire that like you see enough yeah. that you dislike them but this was like he was in the firehouse yeah. you know like yeah. we've had an around Bowden. that was the big thing because Usually mm-hmm. what happens is Bowden has to go do something else and we get somebody mm-hmm. who fills in mm-hmm. for Bowden and mm-hmm. causes problems. Um, you know, like we've had that happen a couple of times where they've there've been like different chiefs in the house and you're like, nah, mm-hmm. nah, get out. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh like who was that? Um uh Prigen. Prigen was pretty yeah. slimy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's usually what happens. But this time it was like he was there to watch Bowden. Um which was and really it, what made him question, stand out. Oh yeah, like to question Bowden of like you you think you're a firefighter gorge? Like really? Like you think you're better than Bowden? Okay. Let let's let's see how that is a hundred percent not true. <laughs> and like he was a rat. Like he was an unapologetic, obvious so like rat. Yeah. 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 Um and like I, I will never forget <laughs> I think I cackled really hard. The episode where, like, the the little boy, like, lost in the building, and the building has, like, some sort of leak, like a gas leak or something. There's fumes. And they're mm-hmm. trying to get everybody out of the building. And they, um... Oh, that was the hotel the, with the chemicals? Yeah, the hotel. Stuff? Yeah. And, yeah. and they, yeah. like, when they get everybody out, they come out, and they're talking to Gorsh, and they're like, yeah, there's a little boy still missing. And Gorsh is like, oh, well, we should probably go in and look for him. <laughs> Right in case you look at each other like you idiot. Yeah, mm-hmm. we should probably do that. <laughs> like, they're mm-hmm. so sarcastic and like Gorsh notices and like gives them this look and it's just like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure and it was like sassy severide and I cackled like so oh, yeah. hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like of course you should go look no like you don't have to say that. They're gonna go look for him like you don't mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah and it was also it was just, yeah it is, it's when the whole firehouse can be like collectively against somebody that's the guy you know you can yeah. you're allowed to hate unabashedly yeah and then when they brought him back in season eight uh with the turnout you know the turnout scam which i rewatched that one yeah. recently because i'm rewatching mm-hmm. season eight mm-hmm. um and the thing is you were almost convinced that maybe he had changed in that episode yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so close, because like, you thought, well, maybe there. this was an issue that he would actually be honest about. Yeah. And then, you know, fire but, well, Bowden did. Yeah. Bowden did. Severide didn't buy it for a minute. Severide was like, yeah. this is, this is odd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but that, t- that, that was super satisfying, because in the end, he actually got fired. When he was on the show regularly, he just got demoted and, like sent yeah. they said siberia no. he was like sent to siberia was what they said yeah. but it's just, um, i remember with that like the episode you're talking in question of like when he finally got fired it was that um uh chicago i was gonna say chicago it, it was brooklyn 99 i was gonna say chicago 99 that's how like, <laughs> that would be the best was, mashup though that would be I would like be very such a great can we get that crossover that would be uh, awesome brooklyn 99 that'd be a really interesting chicago crossover fire? Man, I would Ooh. love that. Have Peralta in the firehouse, like driving Bowden <laughs> crazy. Can we oh, get that? Be or oh man, so <laughs> like I'm just imagining now all of those characters at You're 51. 
and like Bowden having to deal with them. <laughs> You're welcome for that little inspiration. That's amazing. We need that. That has to happen. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad about it. Um, but like in my head is like when Gorsh finally like got fired for that like last bad thing was like that yeah. uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine gift of like vindication in my head, yeah. and it's just like finally and like ha 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 like something yeah. bad happened to Gorsh. So. Well, yeah, because he was going to get a kickback from, like, the turnout yep. gear, and it was, like, untested yep. turnout gear. And I'm yep. like, nah, bro, you can't do that. No. For no. real? No. Uh-uh. And, of no. course, that was the episode where they said the name of my hometown, like, 10 billion times in a row. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, everybody is saying it. Winston-Salem, 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 Winston-Salem Police Department, Winston-Salem. And I'm like... Can you not just point out that Gorsh is from Winston-Salem? Just, like, let's not. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But, no, I mean, yeah, he did get fired, and that was really satisfying. Um, it was. Love, it was. That was also, this is, like, a little side moment, but that episode was also the one where Severide, like, approached Ritter for help, and it was like, you're, like, a computer genius, right? <laughs> And Ritter's like, uh, I don't know that I'm like a genius. Like anybody from my generation could probably yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> old man Severide. <laughs> uh, it's kind of my favorite a little bit. When he and Casey act like they just don't understand things, it's my favorite. Like when Gallo first came on, he told like Matt and uh, Sev that he uh, he said, I got a dip. And Severide was like, yeah. did he just say I got a dip? <laughs> I love those moments. It's so great. Anyways, that's a tangent. Um, (laughs) But that's probably a good segue because, I mean, we could still, we could probably rant about and curse Gorsh as much as we possibly want. A lot. (laughs) But it's a good segue into our other person that we were able to kind of figure out we wanted to talk about for Hmm. definitely a villain. And so, how would you classify this next one, Logan? Ooh. Well, I mean, I would, I guess he's a villain, but he's more like an antagonist where like, you don't totally hate him, but at the same time, you just want him to leave your characters alone. (laughs) Yeah. No, I still think that's that's kind of like, it's like the same thing along the lines I would say with like Lannick, because it's not like Lannick was like a true, true villain either, but he was still like that kind of, he towed that line. He towed that line. Right. But you also don't have a crush on this character. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean... Maybe if you're into silver foxes, I guess. Yeah, but not me. I'm good. <laughs> like if you're into like the Tom Selleck generation. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, power to you if anybody. It, it, you may. There's nothing oh, wrong with that whatsoever. Just not our cup of tea here. My mom has a crush on Tom Selleck. I mean, I guess that would work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's uh, uh, Benny Severide is our other character that we want to talk yeah. about here. Because, okay, I was, like, before we started recording, I was telling you, sometimes Benny had, like, some really great things to say. And he had good moments. Like, we couldn't remember if it was season one or two, but he tells Severide, um, you know, disappoint everybody, but don't disappoint yourself. Uh Um, And I'm paraphrasing. That's not the exact quote. But that's, like, to me, that's probably one of the best pieces of wisdom, one of the best lines that's ever been on Chicago Fire. Uh Um. And I love that. And that came from Benny. Like, uh-huh. of all the characters that came from Benny. Um, uh-huh. Which, obviously, you know, based on Benny's actions, that was probably his actual philosophy in life. 
because uh, mm-hmm. I don't feel like he ever disappointed himself. I think he did literally disappointed everyone else in his life. Exactly. You yeah. can't have that many wives, that many like stepchildren, your children of your own, and to not just kind of be like very just in your own world, you know? Yeah. Well, and lose that many friends. Yeah. <laughs> too. Like yeah. he caused some drama anytime he was on the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it, the plot line where he died and Severide's bio, that was all sad and you didn't want him to die because it's Severide's dad and no matter what, you know, Severide's always going to want his dad around um, even uh-huh. if his dad is not the greatest. Uh-huh. Um, but still it's also been nice not having him interfere with anything. Yeah. Because that was the hard part. Is like, that is to say. That's the hard part is like obviously as Severide's dad, he wanted he wanted Severide to do the very best that he could, but he it always felt more that it was the job was more important to Benny for oh. Severide to succeed above anything it else. Was, and it was just like yeah. it was just, <clears throat> like there's more to life than just your job, man. <laughs> it wasn't about it wasn't about how the job made Severide happy. Because Correct. they had that whole conflict where Severide was like, nah, I'm good on squad. I like being on squad i don't need to do Uh anything else and benny always wanted him to go up the ladder further you know go Uh up the chain in benny's mind i think he saw severide as like a deputy commissioner commissioner you know like really high 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 up there and severide doesn't want that (laughs) he said Uh that multiple times like when casey was promoted to captain severide was like no i don't need that i'm okay you know like he doesn't he's good i'm good getting dirty on the everyday level i'm good i like that stuff that's what makes him happy but that was never enough Mm -hmm. for benny Uh um and so you know every conflict that they had the the root of it really came back to that but benny didn't mm-hmm. just cause problems for severide i mean he caused problems for oh, pete no, for no, Bowden, no. for like yeah just everybody a lot of people and then he was always like confrontational with people when he came back. even people like uh when in season four when severide got demoted um and patterson was in the firehouse and benny mm-hmm. comes to help with patterson right patterson has like mm-hmm. sent severide home he's like suspended him for a shift because of an off-duty scuffle which that was stupid and i agree that that was stupid mm-hmm. um but he gets on matt's case because matt let it happen and you're like <gasps> if anybody has severide's back in this whole situation mm-hmm. it's matt because mm-hmm. matt was the one that was sort of like talking to patterson like don't you think maybe like that was a little mm-hmm. too much. So it's just Matt goes about ah. it differently than Benny would. But mm-hmm. that's an example like Benny can't, has to do things his way. Things have to happen yeah, his way. It's, it's Benny's way or the highway. Yeah. And that was always the issue with Benny. And that's where it sort of came where you were, you really just didn't like him. He was impressive. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of talent. Um, he gave a lot of that talent to Severide, you know, so you kind of have to credit him for that. Um, but at the same but time, it's, it's like just let your kid be happy and it was the hard part it's like it because like in a way like you could see he loved like benny loved severide because it's like he wanted him to succeed but it always felt like that love was dependent upon severide doing what benny wanted and yeah. it's just, it was, it was just like it it, yeah. it shouldn't have to be like that it should not it was conditional it felt conditional yeah yeah, yeah. and then 
Um, the other thing was, you know, Severide talking about like how he grew up and what happened when he was mm-hmm. a teenager and having to live with April because of things his dad did and then mm-hmm. him suffering for it at school because of his dad's reputation. Like Benny's decisions were continually selfish and continually mm-hmm. impacted the people around him. Even that whole mm-hmm. conflict with like Bowden, where he, you know, he didn't think that people should call mill's dad a hero um mm-hmm. that you know all of that oh that was just like so frustrating because poor pete like let mm-hmm. pete remember his dad the way he needs to remember his dad and leave that alone which is how Bowden mm-hmm. felt Bowden was like no he's a firefighter he died fighting a fire on active duty mm-hmm. leave it at that and mm-hmm. you know it, benny couldn't so then you had that whole thing come out with Bowden and Pete's mom and like, why you got to stir the pot, Benny? Why? I don't know, Benny. I don't know, Benny. Benny, Just Benny, like, Benny. Why? Why, Benny? Why? I feel like that would have been too quiet. My... Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's really, I feel like that's what the show did. Things got too quiet. They were like, well, we'll have Benny on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Pretty much. Let's just bring Benny back. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they would like introduce something that was because of Benny, like Severide's sister. And you're like, oh, yeah. what if? What if? Mm-hmm. Because Benny is the way he is. Severide has a sister that he doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, right? Uh, by the way, let's hope Katie comes back this season for the wedding. I'm going to be very mad. Like, come on. We got Christy back finally. Damn good reason. It's to Katie's bring turn. Her back. Katie's back. Yeah. It's Katie's turn, and what better reason than a stellar ride wedding? Like, come on. Exactly. Exactly. Let me have it. Bring her back. Like, mm-hmm. let me just let me see her. I want to know she's mm-hmm. doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, especially after everything I mean, they put her through. She can help cater the wedding. Like, why not? Yes. Please. Please. Like, it'd be so Please. good. It'd be so good. Yes, we need it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So those were our picks for fire, which is Gorsh and Benny. Mm-hmm. And obviously, mm-hmm. Fire has a lot more villains than Med. <laughs> but, like, there are, I mean, uh, yeah, there are definitely. We're going to get into those with some of the social of media later from you guys. But, yeah. When you look at the amount of villains that Fire has had, and of course, Fire's had more seasons. So, I mean, you know, they've also had more time to have more villains. But Fire has, like, a whole, like, if you're talking about in comic book terms, like a whole, like, rogues gallery of, like, villains. Oh, there is. Jared. Like Batman, you know, has his rogues gallery yeah. with like all the, yeah. the fire has that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> <For> sure, absolutely. <laughs> um, so that was one that was sort of like hard to narrow down, but I feel like those were the two. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that when you're watching the show that you curse the most. Like, oh, pretty much, man. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. my opinion, anyway, or at least I do. <laughs> no, I so. no. We agreed upon them, and it's just like. It's like I said, we're, we're, and you guys did a, such a wonderful job, like, responding to our social media, and oh, we'll yeah. get into them, but we, you know, as we were talking about it, it, this just fit, like, what, at least our idea of, like we said, the villains we love to hate, these are just what, kind of what fit our kind of mold for them, and so it's, you know, it's, it's what works and, for us, but, you know, each yeah. person has a different view when it comes to it. Well, and they're also, I think for each person, the villain that you love to hate the most is the one you like to talk about the most. Mm-hmm. you know like that whole spiel we just did on Benny Severide <laughs> obviously we feel some type of way 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, PD, and then got your. Uh, you've probably are can talk more about this first person than I can because it's been a little while for me since I've rewatched yeah. these particular episodes. But and we I'm agree gonna, on this. Yeah. Guy. No, we agree, and I think it's a fair thing to agree because we'll. I'm gonna preface it by saying it's not Gregory Yates. It's not <laughs> Gregory Yates. Is not. We we'll get to him. And yet, he, Later, he deserves some honorable mentions within there, but we there was another. There's two in particular that, if you couldn't tell from all the characters we talked about thus far, they fit a different mold than just you know your straight out serial killer. I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm just making sure I could. I, I think this. I just want to make sure I get the character. Yeah. So first one we're going with is Jenny Woods, which you know. It, for me, it kind of became a pretty easy thought that we should focus on Jenny <laughs> because I buy him with my very soul because if not for him, Al would still be alive and he, I there would just he would just be alive and he would I think he'd be happy where he is and he wouldn't be dead because of this god awful man. So Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely unforgivable. Like Yeah. That you're you know, this character had a hand in like a chain reaction that led to us no longer mm-hmm. having Al. I don't yeah, like it. That that honestly was one of the more painful deaths I've seen on TV and for thinking It was terrible. Oh my gosh. It was gonna be all okay and to take it away from me in like the last two minutes, it, it hurt me to my very core. And I mean obviously Denny Woods eventually got justice on the show, but he they I give Chicago PD some serious credit because they really built it up over the course of that season because you know it started out with like oh he's looking for justice he's gonna she's no, no nothing bad is gonna happen to anybody but no along the way it's not only just his search for justice he's trying to take down intelligence and so what does he do he gets to like he gets to adam he then and so it's like ends up using adam which that just oh that pissed me off to no end just kind of doing that because that you got yeah. inside the unit and that's just wrong well yeah and, then, and- also, if you, that's not a place you want to put Ruzek in. That's like not fair. No, no yeah. No, it's not terrible. at all. Yeah. And it's just from there, you obviously, there was the whole Ruzek thing. And then it was just even going beyond that, of then even going closer to Hank to getting to Ale to get Hank to flip on himself. And it was just, it, oh, it tough. that was the most horrendous arc of a season I've dealt with in a very long time. Cause like, obviously, I'm like, like you said, you have serial killers like Gregory Yates. He, he did serve an important purpose in the greater Chicago PD universe. But at the same time, like I said, if it hadn't been for Denny Woods and his horrendous mission to try and bring this misguided justice to Hank Voigt, which, you know, it's probably not misguided justice, just to be honest, because it is Hank Voigt. <laughs> I mean, it is Voigt. <laughs> it is Voigt. But the way he could have gone around it, the way he went around doing it, about was horrendous. It. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, I'm agree. still so angry because I just think about Denny Woods and I get so angry because <laughs> Al should be alive. Granted, maybe or maybe not with his wife, but he should still have his daughter, one daughter around to be there with yeah. him. And I'm just, I, oh. I, I'm just so mad. And I'm so mad. I, and I'm just I, so mad. I think about Al's wife sometimes and I get real sad because... <sighs> I know she doesn't have she, Lexi's gone. I know Al's gone. And I, just, like I get that. sad because, like, I feel like <laughs> Al would have reacted like so happily 
like all of the his like Kim getting pregnant at one point, you know, Kim even becoming a mom this season, and it just it like oh, it can you imagine Al with Michaela? I know that would be so beautiful. I need that fic. Somebody write an AU where Al lives, <laughs> and we get to like see, see I'm him getting with everybody. I'm getting like emotional because it's like I like one of those. It's one of those things that like Al. Over the like starts of the seasons and whatnot, like he was definitely like that older guy. Like, did I get annoyed by him? And it was like older sensibility sometimes, yes. But you still you grew to love Al like with your whole heart. And so yeah. for him to go out like that because of Denny and his horrendous mission, I'm still so angry. I'm still so angry. Well, I mean, yeah, that was terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. and Al, first of all, he may have had some older sensibilities, but he typically always came around. Very true. Very true. It's not like Voight, who like yeah. basically sticks by every stinking bad idea that enters in his mind. Um, yeah. You know, like Al typically, I mean, he would do stuff that was questionable for Voight. Exactly. Obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's funny because that season with him is like the one that I think everybody sort of agrees never to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna yeah. rewatch that or rehash that or think about that or. <laughs> yeah, but once again, I mean, it's just it's with Mikkel. I mean, I'm I really apologize for how wrong I may say his name, but Mikkel Williamson. He's one of those actors again <laughs> that he does it such a good job playing that horrendous of a. Oh guy. yeah, yeah. So bad. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, and it's just the same thing with, like, with Treat Williams as Benny Severide. Mm-hmm. It takes an amazing actor to uh-huh. pull off these villains in a convincing way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's a great one. He's also, that actor is directing an episode of Med this season. And he's going to be on Law okay. & Order Organized Crime. Oh, oh, yeah, I think, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's still around in the Dick Wolf verse, which is sort of funny. I love when like actors cross over to like the other Dick Wolf shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like who was it that was on FBI this past season? Was it John Seda? No, 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 that's wrong. He's going to be on La Brea. The the guy that why am I blanking? I know this actor's name. He played Voight's son. He oh, played Justin. Oh, 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 darn it. Darn on a normal darn. day, I know his name. So do I. He so was on FBI last season. Give me a minute. Once again, it's I, we apologize, everybody, but there's so many actors. There's too. There's too many actors. Too many actors. And what's funny is when we have a normal conversation when we're not recording, we never have these problems. No. <laughs> Josh Segura. Josh Segura. There we go. That's it. Uh, um. He, <gasps> He was on FBI last season. I remember everybody that watches both shows making jokes like, "What? What is happening?" <laughs> like, <laughs> Upton was on that show, so obviously it's in the same universe as PD. And it's like, so did Justin, did Justin go? Justin he's, Justin he just went into wit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I saw some jokes that were like, "He went into Witsec, and this is his new career." <laughs> like, I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be another one of those situations because PD has crossed over with SVU before, so it's like... <laughs> well, also, there was evil Dr. Choi on PD at one point, so... It's... <laughs> That's true! He had, like, a goatee! <laughs> yep. Uh, 
obviously that's an evil twin when there's a goatee involved. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, no, but yeah, he's, um, it's a, he's an amazing actor. I mean, obviously he mm-hmm. wouldn't be in as many things uh-huh. as he is um, if he wasn't. And I wonder if he's going to play a villain on organized crime. I mean, I don't want him to, but he does it so well. He does it. Yeah, so he does well. it so well. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll find out, but mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And he is one of those mm-hmm. characters that, when we talk about our Twitter mentions later, he was one that de- kept coming up. Denny Woods mm-hmm. kept coming up and kept coming up and mm-hmm. kept coming up. So we're not alone. <laughs> no, in that not at all. that not hatred. At all. Um, yeah. So. But then we get to, so the the story behind this episode that really, like, the reason we decided mm-hmm. to go with it was, I'm sure you guys heard, um, Marky Post recently passed away. Uh, it was very sad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that day, we were texting back and forth, and we were like, you know, we should do something on the podcast to, like, pay tribute to her. And we were just mm-hmm. going to do an episode about about Marky Post and Bunny, but then I started thinking, like, well, what if we just, like, make a theme, like, around her? Um, mm-hmm. Because she's such an amazing actor, had such a long career. She was so well-respected. She worked with, I mean, other amazing actors, like John Larroquette, um, mm-hmm. who is, like, a 10-time Emmy Award winner or something crazy. I don't think it's 10, but it's a lot. He's got, like, a ton of Emmys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she had a very long very long career um and Sophia Bush posted about her when it happened and just like how how bright of like a light and a spirit she was and how great she was Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. in the in that vein we were kind of thinking well Bunny is one of those characters that like Mm -hmm. everybody still talks about because she was such a presence in Aaron's life um and mm-hmm. Marky posted such an amazing job, like bringing that character to life in a uh-huh. way that like you understood why Aaron kept getting caught up in her, you know, because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you also wanted Bunny to be different. Like, you know, you, I, yeah. Yeah. Like the potential was there. You're like, you know, Bunny could be really great if just for like this one thing and you were always like on the edge of your seat like has she changed this time has she actually done mm-hmm. it is it gonna be worth it and then like Aaron, you'd end up disappointed because you're like no not worth it yeah not worth it uh and it takes a really great actor to pull that off to like keep you on the edge of your seat with like have they grown have they changed you know am mm-hmm. i gonna be allowed to like this character Mm-hmm. Um, like the other character that I can think that was like that for me on another show was um, Lionel Luther on Smallville. John Glover oh, yeah. played Lionel yeah. Luther, and he was that sort of character too, where it's like you wanted mm-hmm. to like like him, you mm-hmm. wanted him to be a good guy, but he never quite got there. You know, like he'd mm-hmm. come close, and then oh, and yeah. Bunny's the same way. So, and John Glover is an amazing actor. So you know it's that same sort of character where it's like you want a reason for bunny to be good mm-hmm. but things keep happening that remind you that bunny is not a healthy person to be in aaron's life furthest thing from it furthest thing from that <laughs> yeah so 
But that's what that was the story behind this. So now we're on to Bunny, which from the very beginning, Bunny was like just toxic and chaotic. And Aaron would tell these stories every now and then, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's a terrible childhood!" Like the to grow up that way. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, and early on they they did a lot with Aaron and Severide and talking. Since we have both Benny and Punny that we're yeah. talking about here, yeah. you kind of see like their their connection. That's obviously something that Aaron and Severide mm-hmm. felt like they had in common and something they connected over. And so, you know, it 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 really helped you figure out Aaron as a person to see Bunny. But then mm-hmm. also <laughs> when Aaron would get caught up in her, you'd be like, man, you got to Aaron. Aaron, you just, you really got to just leave her alone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I remember at one point Voight was like, gave Aaron the choice and he was like, you know what? You can't, if you're going to work with me, you can't see her anymore. Mm-hmm. And that didn't stick, obviously. But oh, I, no. It was like the one, it was the one thing that Voight did that I was like, yes, yes, of course. That's obviously something you have to do. That's, you know. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's, and I'm trying to think, like, because we didn't, when did we, we didn't see Bunny, like, right away at first. Like, we could obviously tell from the first, like, uh, parts of the season, yeah. like, we heard about a her, lo- and, like, you could get this yeah. idea in your head of who yeah. Bunny was. Who bu- Bunny but, was. Yeah. 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 I do, she wasn't, she, uh, see, I'm trying to remember season one. The, wasn't the finale where she went to the police station with the file on Voight? Oh, was that the finale? Yeah, maybe? Season one? I should remember that being like a big moment. Like Bunny walking in mm-hmm. to like rat on Voight with like this file of information. Because he was keeping Aaron from her, I think, was how that went mm-hmm. down. But see, and that's the thing. we I haven't rewatched PD in a long time. And that's still like in my head. <laughs> like Bunny yeah, had some it's... of the most memorable, frustrating moments on the entire oh, yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Aaron's entire exit was centered around bunny uh-huh. Uh-huh. um which wow some some type of like parent you are if you're the whole reason your child's life is uprooted yet again that's mm-hmm. awful and it was hard and i think it's throughout the show it was really hard because i and i think we talked about this before it's like or i can't remember if it had been recorded yet, so apologies if you're hearing this again but it, was, <laughs> it always made the sense of bunny love the idea idea of being a mom for Aaron mm-hmm. but it's like the actual execution and like desire to want better for your kids that we never got to see very much of that I would ever yeah, say that, right that was before we started recording yeah so they haven't okay. heard that before yeah we did say that yeah. though it was like we could see how like she wanted mm-hmm. to be different and be better but she never wanted mm-hmm. to put in the work to make it happen mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. for real. that's true. That's so true. And it's heartbreaking because like you obviously want Erin to have a mom that she can like count on, but Bunny was never mm-hmm. going to be that mom. No. Ever. And like, you know, you could understand how jaded Erin was about it. Mm-hmm. And it was it yeah, and it's because of I to in my mind, Sophia and Marky Post worked so well together for that to accomplish that. Amazing. You know, like it could have been yeah. disproportionate where like Sophia's mm-hmm. performance was maybe a little overkill or, you know, could have been like, but no, it wasn't. They were evenly matched with like how Bunny mm-hmm. was portrayed and how Aaron mm-hmm. responded. It always mm-hmm. felt like 
it was appropriate. You know, like you could understand at every point why Aaron did what she did. Um, mm-hmm. And as much of a credit as that is to Sophia, that's also a credit to Marky Post. Oh, absolutely. Because you have to have those two forces mm-hmm. evenly matched. And that's not an easy thing to do. Um, no, and it's, yeah. it's something I wonder of. Like, they, I don't, like, and I, I have a pretty good memory of the show, is it was never talked about much. But like, I always got the sense where it always felt like Bunny wanted Erin to be more of her best friend than, like, than her, her daughter. daughter. And yeah. so, and because and they never really touched on how young Bunny had obviously been when she had Aaron, but obviously yeah. she never looked like, honestly, like, obviously a parent could be to some of the characters. So you, I always got the sense, like, she was obviously, like, probably a very young mother, and, like, that probably also started a lot of where yeah. their relationship ended up going. Well, obviously, from the stories Aaron told, she, she was a mm-hmm. party girl, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that. And so for... I would say to me that would say she was a young mother because mm-hmm. it just seems like that would be if she didn't have a child, that would have been an age appropriate phase of her life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She did. Oh, yeah. So your life changes when that happens, but it's like she didn't change her life to fit her kid. Yeah. She made her kid yeah. change their childhood to fit her life. Mm-hmm. Which like, that you could tell from like obviously season one to when Aaron left, like, that that was a really heartbreaking thing for Aaron, and that's mm-hmm. that's what, honestly why you kind of love to hate Bunny a little bit because it's like yeah. we grew to love Aaron so dearly. So to see her be put in pain from who who be, should be this woman that loves her to just constantly yeah. put her own once again her own desires above her daughter's, it, I, it made me so angry at times. Yeah. Well, and it's because it's that twist, you know, that twist of like the parent is supposed to take care of the child, but mm-hmm. always with Bunny and Aaron, it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. always Aaron taking mm-hmm. care of Bunny. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, you can just, over the course of the show, you could see how much of a toll that took on Aaron and how exhausting that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. To have her story end that way, mostly because of Bunny, was frustrating mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, just of like all the things that could have had her leaving, it has to be mm-hmm. because Bunny. <laughs> like, I know. Of course. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, and really what gets me, and I'm going to say this once again, I know we've said this so many times now, but. Is just watching like Marky Post bring that mm-hmm. character to life. Like it was, it's impressive because while you were frustrated with Bunny and you hated her at the same time, it was like uh-huh. she could be amusing, she could be relatable, she could be endearing, she could be mm-hmm. all those different facets of like what mm-hmm. you would feel about a parent, you know? Even if you mm-hmm. don't get along with your parent, there are still moments where you would enjoy their connection or enjoy that mm-hmm. relationship. And Aaron and Bunny had those moments. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really just a credit to the performance. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's definitely, I feel like the most memorable antagonist on, uh, on PD. For oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, cause I mean, for the, obviously for the whole time Aaron was on the show, so with, funny for the most part and so yeah. uh, you don't usually get an antagonist 
like that for as long as you do want to show you know usually there's some result at some point but to you know continue it for as long as she was there it was it was pretty impressive and it's just that it's still one of those you know you, you don't want to hate her but you kind of have to but you still love her but you hate her and it was just like yeah it's uh, a back it's and forth like big, you, that's yeah. yeah and that's what i was saying like you're on that journey with aaron that whole time where it's like Mm-hmm. You love her, but you hate her, but she's exhausting. But also there's potential there for her to be better. And, you know, do you mm-hmm. give her the second chance? And you're literally in the midst of that with Aaron at every point. Mm-hmm. And it's just very mm-hmm. impressive. Storytelling, mm-hmm. acting, all of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And even like seasons later, after Aaron's no longer on the show, <laughs> Bunny is still talked about like yeah. in the fandom pretty frequently. Yeah. And I like Gorsh. She's one of those names that like people curse, you know, like oh bunny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, bunny. Oh, yeah. Bunny. And like anytime you bring up Aaron, I mean you have to think about Bunny. Like oh, you have to. They're you so like intertwined. Uh-huh. Um yeah. So there's definitely even if she, you know, hadn't been on the show in seasons, Marky Post's impact on PD is something that you can't separate. Oh, it- it, like, it goes hand in it's hand. It's there. It's hand in yeah. Hand. So, yeah, we really wanted to talk about that because that happened recently. And mm-hmm. and it just felt like she's, Marky Post had such a big career and everybody was talking about all these other things that she did. But for the One Chicago fandom, I mean, she's iconic as Bunny. Like, she's mm-hmm. one of the most iconic, like, supporting characters that the show has uh-huh. ever had. Uh-huh. Um, And so... It's just one of the, like, I feel like we, we should talk about what oh. that character meant, especially for Aaron. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also, I think it's kind of important to talk about too. There's also that little like nugget of doubt that they put on the show where like maybe Voight actually was her dad. I know. So I know it's, it's one of those questions that we're never going to get an answer for, but that like, no. that uh-huh. was put out there into the universe. Uh-huh. You know, like a, a little bit. And with That's the tension true. between Bunny and Voight, I hate to say it, but that would kind of make sense. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? I would still kill for it. I don't know how it would ever work, but I'd be up for it. Like a flashback episode in some way. I don't know. Back to, you know, some early days. Something. Um, you know, like young Al, young Voight, young Bunny in Chicago. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. I, can we get that? Can we? Because we can get like young Platt. We can get I young know. Voight, young Al. I, um, I really want it. I really want it. Oh, I really, oh. really want it. Ooh, can we get that? Can somebody make that happen? Or write a fanfic about it? <laughs> or that. But it's just like, I feel like those, like, we have filler episodes sometimes. Find a reason to do this. Like, yep. opening up a Dude. cold case. It'd be fine. It'd D- be cool. At one point, didn't Al, like, say that he and Voight were, like, a part of the Wild Bunch or something? I'm like, let's yeah. have that show. Give me that show. Yeah. Just call it the Wild Bunch. Let's just yeah. have like, that. Can we have one episode looking back to when they were early days and it, working together? Throw in all, some all young all... Platt. Give me some young yeah. Trudy Platt. Please. In there too. Oh, Obviously... ooh, Disco Bob. Oh, come on. It writes itself. Come on. It does. We need it. I think that's a great idea. Let's have that. And then we can get like... the answer to the Bunny Voight question. Honestly? I just also want to see younger Al facial hair really bad. Oh, okay. Look, do we, like, okay, if you think about young Al, like, I need to look up the actual actor when he was young, but I bet he was, like, a fox. 
Oh, Elias Cotas? Yeah. No, he was, um, and I, I feel like I've mentioned this before. Wait, he was, he was, he was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Yes, he was. Oh, he was totally hot. Yeah. Yes, he was. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I will was not like lie. A, he was. A dream boat. Yeah. I mean, let's say, yeah. Let me have that. Let me have that visual. Yeah. <laughs> but it's let's just, make that. It's happen. like I said, we deserve. I totally deserve, forgot. Like, yeah. I oh, was sorry. I was just going to say, I totally forgot he was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Totally Once forgot. Again, we, as we get more actors on the show again, we need to also do an episode of just like those fun little connect pieces of like, you watch this at one point in your life. That actor was also on Chicago, one of our one Chicago shows at one point. Yeah. We should do that. We should. Mm-hmm. Like for each each show, just like yeah. deep dive into uh-huh. the uh, actors' resumes and point out like uh-huh. where they were. Because also on PD, you know, Patty was in Princess Diaries. He was Jeremiah. That goes on still TikTok blows my that, mind. It goes viral on TikTok every couple of months and I yeah. crack up. I crack up yeah. I love it so much. Because Jeremiah and Ruzek are two totally different characters. It's hilarious. Anyways. So, yeah, there's but things so, like that. I, like, Jesse Spencer on Fire yeah. was an Mary-Kate Nashley movie. You know? like Yeah. Once again, the- another good episode idea for another day. But I still, I would reiterate, we need a flashback episode of early days with Al and Voight and young Trudy and young Bunny in Chicago. We need it. We deserve it. And Come on, Chicago. Disco- Disco Bob. Disco Bob. Disco Bob. Disco Bob. Disco Bob. Can't forget about this. Can't forget about Disco Bob. Nope. Nope. We cannot. Um, no, that would be a great idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bunny was so essential to those first like four seasons so much. Um, of PD. Um, yeah. You can't like talk about the early days of PD without her. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely had to include her for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So now, let's get over to the Twitter replies. Well, I have the Instagram um, ones real quick. We could probably go through those fairly yeah, quickly. Go so for we it. Can hop over to Twitter. Yeah, there's not. So, yeah. On our Instagram page, we had two responses, which you know it's still awesome. But you know, go, if you haven't followed us there yet, go follow us there now. Um, and also some very good responses of Adrian Gish, which yes, Chicago Fire. He was once again kind of a serial killer, so it's he, he definitely hated him. He hated him. He killed a Jay. He killed okay. Jay and Peter Mills. He's very close to killing Gabby. And he's very yeah, yeah. And he's the reason that Bowden had those scars on his back. So, um, bad bad man. Bad bad like man. A, yeah, and that was that was from um, Megan Williams. Yeah, Megan Instagram. Williams. She also mentioned another one that is. Gregory Yates. We'll get into Gregory Yates in a minute. But oh, yeah, he also, comes up a lot. <laughs> there will be mention of that on Twitter, but also Kitty Fantastic on Instagram said, asked, mm-hmm. does Hope count? Hope from on Chicago Fire absolutely does count because yeah, she, she upset Sylvie Brett, so no, I do not. I still am very <laughs> mad at Hope. And also, <laughs> she also tried to get Stella transferred out of 51, so Hope is bad. We do not like her, so bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> She she tried to get in between Stellaride, yep, and so no. she tried to like ruin Sylvie's life in Chicago. So yeah, no, she's a villain. And also, yeah, yeah. when Sylvie went back to Fallerton, she flirted with Kyle. So like, yep, villain. She's a villain. Check yep. check villain. We do not approve of her. <laughs> but also, I kind of want to see her again. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so now we get into the Twitter replies, which there are a lot, you guys. Like, wow, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the the one, the first one that we have here is, again, we mentioned this briefly, Gregory Yates. And this yeah. is from Sarah, um, one Chicago girl. She says, Gregory Yates uh, scarred me to the point that if I see actor Dallas Roberts in anything, I will point at the screen and yell, you killed Nadia! Which, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I do that mm-hmm. too. That is, uh, mm-hmm. that is, yeah. That, oh my gosh, and he comes up in so many other replies, but that, the crossover with SVU, and we talked about this before we started recording, mm-hmm. the SVU part of it, I, I, oh, I have such a hard time watching it because they go into the details of like how Nadia suffered and like, uh, like oh, it's, it's so like, hard to it's watch. Bo- it's bone chilling because it's just, it's like, he does too good a job at being that He bad enjoys rehashing that pain yes, too much. Yes, he does. It's, yes, he does. It's scary. Like, it's mm-hmm. terrifying to watch that episode. And also, why why Nadia? She's, like, the most precious. Like, I know. Why? I know. So mad. <laughs> so mad. And then, <laughs> I like this reply. <laughs> Shyfire fangirl Phoenix on Twitter. She said, mm-hmm. Hank Voigt! I've never wanted to fight a fictional character as bad as I wanted to fight him in season one of Fire. <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree. Because... Y- I, yeah, I, can't. <laughs> I feel. I, can't. I feel like. Um, I think I don't know if you were in that episode or not. We talked about season one of Fire a while back, and when we talked mm-hmm. about that, we talked about how hard they went with Voight in season one. It was like it was a little too hard. This has been a little yeah. too far. Like especially if they were gonna make him the the lead in uh-huh. PD. It's like ooh, yeah. no, she, that you, was actually ooh. that was my first episode. I think with uh yeah with uh the podcast. So yeah, I remember that, and it's just like. I still and I watched an episode in Too season far. seven of like they they kind of were like our past like Matt and Voight our past is behind us. I'm like, should it really be? Should it be? I don't think it should be. I I honestly don't think it should be. He tried to he planted drugs in Matt's house, and mm-hmm. if Hallie hadn't mm-hmm. found them, Matt would be in jail right now. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. So yeah, um, yeah, and then oh, uh, Jean. Um, Fitzpatrick on Twitter. She said, how do you guys have the energy after six hours with me to sit Molly's? That's a good question. That's yeah. a good question. We don't regret it, though. No regrets. No. no. <laughs> uh, and then she said, my my villain is Adrian Gish, which we've already talked about a little bit. Um, definitely accurate. And then, I thought this response was interesting. This is from Sid, UPIN99. I hated Rice for how he pitted squad and truck against each other. I would not yeah. immediately go to Rice as a villain, no. but but mm-hmm. he did cause a lot of problems in the firehouse, and things did not end well with him and Sev. Mm-mm. So yeah, no. I mean, I, he he would count, I would think. Mm-hmm. Even though we, yeah. I kind of got a little mad at Otis in that storyline. Like Otis, you were right, but like, yeah. calm down just a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, he was right, and I felt bad because he was right, and nobody believed him. Um, Okay, and then we have Christy Patton. She, like, named a whole bunch. Some of them we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Grissom, Gorsh, Denny Woods, Bunny, Benny, Yates, Gish. <laughs> but she says, <laughs> she said, and some might say, Derek Haas. <laughs> I love that. A little bit of sass in there. But no, the one of those that we haven't really talked about yet would be Grissom. 
which Grissom is mm-hmm. the guy that hired Gorsh, so... And yeah. also, he's the guy who sent Severide to OFI back in Season 8. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd say he counts, for I, sure. I can, I can see it. I can see it. And then, uh, here's one from John Ty. And it says, um, Gorsh, and he says Gail Forbes, but we figure out he means, like, Gail McLeod from, like, mm-hmm. Season 1 was Michelle Fire. Forbes. She was like, yeah, Michelle Forbes is the actress. Yes. Um, so, yeah, she was in, like, early days of fire, shutting down all the firehouses. Mm-hmm. Um, she was real annoying. Yeah, I agree. Once again, <laughs> somebody trying to go against Bowdoin, and what have we learned? You do That's not go right. against Bowdoin. Don't do that. That's bad. And then uh, <laughs> Mayor Kelton, he also mentions, yeah. which is a good one. Yeah. Um, and this was my favorite, because I totally, I, it's not that I forgot, but it's just I don't think about this guy often. Jack Nesbitt. The guy that owned the strip clubs, he was an insufferable oh, jerk. Oh, yeah. 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 He's definitely oh. a villain. Hated him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then uh, Jess um, on Twitter, she says, I don't know if he counts as a villain, but I did have a love-hate relationship with Captain Patterson in season four. Mm-hmm. He was kind of slimy, but also kind of came good in the end. And I thought it was an inventive way for the writers to bring drama into the firehouse. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I I, I like the way the Patterson arc ended, but he did drive me crazy at every point <laughs> up until then. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I hate, I hated that they took Severide's bugle. Like, oh, oh that made me mad. Crazy. That, I hated that. Off, like nothing else. Um, yeah. And the somebody replied to Jess and was like, Riddle also. <laughs> like, that was Chrissy. She's like, Riddle. And I was like, oh, yep. Because Riddle is the reason we have Patterson. So mm-hmm. you kind of can't leave off Riddle. And he was a real jerk. Like, mm-hmm. Patterson came around in the end. But Riddle was, like, evil. Also, that mm-hmm. actor played Yellow Eyes on Supernatural. And every time I see him, I can't help but oh. think, God, yeah. you're creepy. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then let's see if there's anybody that hasn't been mentioned yet. Well, Megan um, talked, brought up Gwen Garrett, who we talked touched mm-hmm. on a little bit. Um, definitely for Meg. Because once again, you cross Sharon Goodwin, uh, I, you are not a good person in my book. Nope. Nope. And then um, <laughs> this is my favorite one, by the way. So this is from Roberta on Twitter. And she says, I'm here after the podcast. Can Sean Roman be considered a villain? <laughs> she said, just kidding, Gorsh. <laughs> and if you listened to episode 191 of Me to Sit Molly's, there's like a whole chunk of time in the middle where like we just like go off on Sean Roman. Yeah. Which was hilarious. <laughs> um, but you but, know, yeah, I would. At some point. There were, like, Sean Roman, he had some okay moments. He's still, like, not a, like, outright villain. Did everyone want to strangle him at times? Yes, I absolutely still do. But, yeah. <laughs> ever. Ever. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's, like, uh-uh. that is going to be burned into the show for the rest uh-huh. of our days and that's going to uh-huh. be Sean Roman's legacy forget anything else that he ever did yep he's the yep. guy yep 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 
Oh, Sean Roman. <sighs> yeah. Um, um, there's one here. I have to Google them real quick. I feel like this is the alderman that caused Matt to run. For yeah, let me uh, let me alderman. Let's see, I'm looking him up too, but my internet's being real. Yeah. Come Leslie. on. Yeah, don't necessarily get much image on him. I'm assuming it's most of the during that whole storyline of Chicago Fire, the Aldermans were not great. So you could I kind of understand it all. <laughs> so this is yeah, what keeps coming up is the episode My Miracle. And I'm trying to remember I mean I remember mm-hmm. that episode, but I'm trying to remember the alderman in that episode. But I know there was that one alderman um who really like was the reason that Matt ran. He would be considered a mm-hmm. villain. I can't remember his name. But, like, the storyline with the tornado and the families that got displaced because of the tornado. And he was trying to shut mm-hmm. down the shelter. And he had Matt mm-hmm. raise all this money. And then the money and then he took the money. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's that guy. But that's who comes to mind when I hear the word alderman. <laughs> well, like I said, oh, Blake, no, alderman. he's the guy that tried to have Louie. Sorry, I remember. He's the guy that tried to have Louie taken away from Gabby. That's yeah, that's that bad. guy. Bad, bad, bad. But bad, he was bad, working with bad. the with the consultant person. Oh, he was working with the political consultant lady. Oh, yeah. That's who that is, I think. Okay. Man, those aldermen were scumbags. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they were. Yes, Terrible. They were. Anyways, <laughs> that's your feedback on that for us. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of really mm-hmm. good responses. So, slight correction to what we said before. I still don't know who Blakesley is. The alderman that was trying to take Louie away was Deering. That was Alderman Deer. Oh, okay. I don't know who. So just in general, Alderman bad. The, the Aldermen were all bad. Yeah. That all was bad. from Peter. That was all from bad. Peter Buvik, though. So if, if Peter wants to, like, um, you know, tell us more about this Alderman Blakesley that we're, we're flanking on, we'll, we'll, we'd love to hear it because I can't find anything mm-hmm. on him. And there were so many scumbag aldermen. <laughs> I yeah, I, we, know, we know there are some good people in local government, but at least what we've seen on Chicago Fire, not great. Oh, all right. I looked up the actor. Was now he... I know who this is. Okay. He was, remember this? Okay, this is a, from Ugly Betty, but it's the same actor. That guy? Can you see it? Kind of, but not really. Yeah, I think I see he was I the, the picture. He was the guy that was trashing Matt's reputation. Oh um, yeah, kind of faintly, kind of faintly. The young, the young <laughs> smug guy, that was like yeah. going around saying that Matt was trying to get money for his buddies in the CFD. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. You try and besmirch my Matt Casey's name? Uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Yeah, Mm-mm. that was Mm-mm. that guy. Now I know. Okay, we're Mm-mm. good now. Yes, he was a jerk. We did not yeah. like him. No, thank you. Because they no. they tried to appeal to him multiple times and nothing ever worked. Yeah, he was just a straight up jerk. That was when Matt yep. like gave up the alderman thing. He was like, you know what? I'm um, done. Yep. Yep. And then he, yeah, that was that was that guy. Um, mm-hmm. the alderman mm-hmm. plot. I hated. I hated Matt Casey as an alderman. It just like was terrible. <laughs> I mean, did so I, I mind blocked parts of it? Matt out. in the suit. Did I did it, did I get mad seeing Matt Casey in a suit? No, but true. 
He did look very dapper for a lot of that plot. Yeah, but it was just frustrating yeah, because, like, he's not meant to be in politics. That's not, like... Yeah. You know? He's, yeah. he's too, like, honest and genuine and good to, like, yeah. play the political games, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, you know, he's very private, and you can't be private and be a politician. It doesn't... Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Um... Anyways, that finally figured out who that was. That took us about five tries, but we did it. (laughs) (laughs) So now we can sort of wrap up here. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was our Villains We Love to Hate episode. That was a lot Mm -hmm. of fun. Just like Mm -hmm. thinking back on the villains that we've had throughout the show. Um, I mean, it's. If it was all just for even worth it talking about Marky Post, it was absolutely worth it because oh, she deserves all the recognition in the world. For oh, of course, yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. we were saying, she she made such an impact on PD. Um, mm-hmm. you just you can't separate the two. You can't. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was it, it. Was much needed to take a moment and like really dig mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting thinking about, like, since the seasons are coming up, I wonder what sort of new villains we're going to get. Kind of kind of excited to find out. Yeah. Um, maybe for season nine of PD, Boyd is a villain again? I don't know. Ooh, he looked really menacing in those promo photos, I'm just going to say. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, we thought we were yeah. going more on a racist, not racist path, but like a good path of saying... I don't know anymore. We'll have to find out. Um, For sure. And then, I don't know, fire right now, I mean, the conflicts are all, like, water's not really an outward force. (laughs) Water and and boat, yes, those are the villains. (laughs) Unless, somehow, maybe Gorsh was involved with this boat, I don't know. Somebody, I remember before the finale aired, there was a theory out there that, like, the guy that tried to steal the slam again from Cruz, like, orchestrated the whole boat thing. And I was like, I don't, I don't think he did, but kudos for the creativity. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see if that guy comes back. Maybe that guy will come back. Yeah. I wonder if that was the end of that guy trying to steal the slam again. It's hard to say. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? New seasons are coming. Which means new bad guys. Mm-hmm. Going to be interesting. I'm excited, mm-hmm. especially because some of the changes that are happening on the shows, like you know, we've got new cast members on Med. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got like it looks like some dynamic shakeups on PD. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know who's then, dying. I'm assuming and really hoping nobody, but they like to make us think people are dying. <laughs> they like to hide them. They like to hide people. Yes, they do. This person's not filming? No, they're not here right now. Actually, they (laughs) are. Um, Which, (laughs) Marina just blew that wide open. (laughs) Also, also Taylor just posting all the photos. I love them both very much for just not giving a crap about anything and just being like, I'm just going to post a photo. I don't care. (laughs) Taylor posted a photo of all of Squad. (laughs) Like, it wasn't even just a photo of him. It was like... No. Yeah. And yeah. then Marina posted a photo of her with like the rest of the unit, like having lunch, you know. <laughs> you know, which 
I really need that photo from Marina to like show up on like somewhere in a PDF episode just to kind of be like, this was a fun lunch we all had. Can we like can this see a photo in her apartment? I'd be okay they don't, with that. Yeah, they don't, don't get to have fun lunches on the show anymore like they, they used don't. to. They don't. Uh, they need to do that more. See everybody together in like a, yes. not a work setting. That would be yes. nice. Um, yeah, and then fire we've got obviously uh, a change in a relationship with the proposal for Stellaride, the engagement, mm-hmm. and then we've got a new relationship with Brett and Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bowden thinking about that promotion. So, and mm-hmm. Cruz and Chloe about to have a baby. So, there's like a lot of things mm-hmm. that are changing. So, it'll be interesting to see like what shakeups the house experiences and how those mm-hmm. changes like affect how they respond. Mm-hmm. Um, super curious. Uh, yeah, and we're getting so close, so close to the so shows close. coming back. So close. We're under four Wednesdays it? away. Under four Wednesdays. Woo! Yeah, like this Wednesday, we'll have three left. Uh-huh. Ooh! Which, it still hurts my brain to count how that, because it works either way. Like, if you don't count the Wednesday you're on, or you count the Wednesday <laughs> after. And so, if, <laughs> if anybody has any exact idea of how many we should count, please tell me, because that still confuses me. <laughs> But I'll just continue to count down. You just just don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. So <laughs> I put the graphics on Instagram, and I'm always like, I count the Wednesdays before I post, just in case. I'm like one, two, three—that's three, right? That's three. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Like I said, I okay. still don't get how it works, but I'm—I saw some We're going with it. Down, so I went with their number. We're going with it. You can yell at me later. We're going care. with it. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, so we're we're getting closer. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They are filming right now. They're filming episode. Well, see, it's hard to. Okay, here's the how the permits work. Fire is the only one that puts the episode number in their permits. <laughs> Med and PD don't, but I'm assuming since they all go back at the same time, they're probably all at least close to the same episode, right? So, mm-hmm. fire right now is is. Filming four, prepping for five. So, okay. I'm assuming the rest of the shows are doing sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Filming four, prepping for five. So, we're well into the seasons at this point um, yeah. for each of the shows. So, yeah, it's crazy. And we're getting full yeah. seasons, not yeah. like shortened seasons. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be good. Lots of drama. Mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of angst. Lots mm-hmm. of happiness, we hope. Oh, but you know, and like I said, could we still do I still feel like for, you know, each each show we could do like a a back in the day episode. You know, we got enough characters on each of them we could do like a look back episode. I wouldn't be mad about it. I mean, yeah, that's something we'll definitely have to like think about with hiatuses and stuff. Cause that's when yeah. we like go back and look at old content i still think it's it'll be fun to every now and then like pick just pick a random episode and just like oh yeah talk about it that would be kind of fun too oh yeah if you have like if you guys have any suggestions or ideas or things you'd want us to do like that like a random episode if there's a specific episode that you'd like to hear us talk about just hit us up twitter instagram let us know or if you have like an idea you'd like for us to discuss to discuss something specific hit us up we're totally down um to just oh, yeah. in for any suggestions that you guys have. So let us know. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. everything, you know, replies, DMs always open. So let us know what yep. you think and what you want to hear. 
and we'll see if we can work mm-hmm. it out. Um, also, yeah. I'm telling you, keep an eye on the socials. We've got some things coming up that you might start hearing about pretty mm-hmm. soon. So keep mm-hmm. an eye on that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Got some things brewing behind the scenes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. Um, yeah. And then, of course, for One Chicago News, just keep an eye on all of our socials as well, because as soon as we mm-hmm. hear about anything, it's going to be reposted. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this was fun. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I love these episodes where we like. This... Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, it's, it's one wouldn't think you would have this much fun talking about people we hate, but we kind of did. <laughs> and I'm not mad about it. I'm not, I'm not mad about it either. It was really mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I like these ones where we like pick a topic and we get to like talk about a little bit of each like mm-hmm. show from different mm-hmm. seasons, different characters. Yeah. You know, it's always fun to like discuss the older portions of the show specifically because, mm-hmm. you know, we came in with season nine. So we've mm-hmm. watched all of the <laughs> previous seasons. But we don't mm-hmm. really get to talk about them that much. So it's fun to like mm-hmm. go back and talk about the old stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So we should, you know, we'll see if we can do more of that. Because I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And sticking with us and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, this mm-hmm. episode is, is is not one of our longer ones. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It, it was it was not six hours of Bretzy. <laughs> I can't. No I still regret. can't believe that was no six regret. hours. That's so amazing yeah. to me. Like that mm-hmm. was just that's just wild. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Um anyway, so this is last call. So yes, bars closing mm-hmm. down. We're paying our tabs. Herman's yes, kicking us out. <laughs> yes, he is. Very lovely, I'm okay. <laughs> so it's time to go. But we will be back very soon. Very, mm-hmm. very, very, very soon. Um mm-hmm. and back to regular, like regular schedule. With regular mm-hmm. episodes to talk about. And hopefully mm-hmm. shorter hiatuses. Uh, fingers Do a happy dance. Knock on wood. Happy dance. All, happy dance. All the good things. All the good things. <laughs> Not as many breaks between episodes this season. Yes. Oh, I hope. I really hope. Oh, man. Please. Please. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knocked on wood. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next time. Follow us on Twitter, Ladies at Molly's. Follow us on Instagram, Ladies Night at Molly's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, look us up wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can listen on all kinds of different mediums. Spread the word. Tell your friends. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll be here next time.